0: Hello friends! Happy September! It is still super hot here in Austin, but I am feeling the energy of a new season and this time of year is really fun and exciting for me. Obviously, 2020 is a bit different than most years. We've come to accept that. (laughs) It's just part of the reality of things. But still, the shift in seasons, that shift in energy is here. And I'm really excited about it. I'm feeling kind of some of those new school vibes, because like I've told you, um, I am enrolled in a handful of online courses right now. Some of them are a bit more woo-woo than others, but there's a thread through all of them that feels really good and super aligning. I can just feel that there is expansion happening for me personally, but also in my business, and it's just really nice. You know, there's different seasons to life. There's different seasons to business. There's an ebb and flow to things. And I'm in this place of shifting. And some of that can be uncomfortable. It's definitely looking, you know, into the unknown. And um, there is a level of uncertainty when you're not doing the same thing that you've always done. But it's also really exciting. And I am truly somebody who loves to learn. And so taking these online courses is a huge up level in my learning. And I also, as you might remember, one of my words for this year was integrate. And so I'm really trying to be mindful of integrating what I'm learning as, as things unfold. I'm also in the midst of some physical healing, which also feels very aligned to this season. I've mentioned in the past that I think in my newsletter that I've been working with my friend Jen from PO Wellness for a few months now. I think I might have mentioned her also when I was talking about the value in investing in yourself and hiring a coach. Um, And Jen is just a wealth of information when it comes to functional medicine and all also Ayurveda, and it's a really nice um, way to work with her It's like supporting my system and just giving back to this body of mine that has done so much the past few years in getting pregnant three times, having two babies, breastfeeding two children, one of whom breastfed for two straight years. Like this is the last few months have been such an amazing season of shift for my body just to like... been the first time in five years that I haven't been pregnant or breastfeeding. Um, So working with her has been really amazing. And I just completed a seven-day detox. Two of those days were fasting. And now I'm beginning a 90-day gut healing protocol. Um, None of this is like super driven by a desire for weight loss, but so much more... I've been wanting this feeling of ease and comfort in my body since like staying home to stay safe in March. I kind of started to feel uncomfortable in my body and I just really wanted to use this time to realign back with my body in a way that felt supportive and sustainable to my system. Like I feel like I've started to really relinquish numbers. Like I'm not weighing myself anymore. I don't really care about that, which feels really freeing and good. And I've started to think a lot about or recognize the truth in the fact that like my soul is separate from my body in a way of like, my body is holding space for my soul. And this body's sort of on loan and it, is something to appreciate. It's something to nourish and take care of because it's that vessel that I'm going to be in, in this lifetime. So I really just want to like nourish and nurture longevity and vitality. And Jen is super aligned with all of that. She's like on the same page with me and has just been a really good resource for all of that. So I hope that resonates with you. And if you're on a similar path or have similar longings, I would certainly recommend reaching out to her. She is amazing. Or at least follow her on Instagram because she's always sharing really helpful tidbits of information. So I'll be sure to include her details um, in the show notes for today's episode. It's celebratecultivate.com and you'll find all the details there. Okay. So onto the episode. Today, we are going to put all the cards on the table. (laughs) Pun intended. (laughs) We're gonna talk about tarot cards, oracle decks, mantra decks, affirmation cards, and using all of these cards, if you're into it, to connect to your inner wisdom. I'm going to talk about what I mean when I say connecting to wisdom. I'm going to give you an intro to tarot. I'll talk through all of my different decks and how I even went about picking them to begin with. And then I'm going to share seven of my favorite rituals and practices for playing with card decks. And I'm going to walk you through my new favorite three-card tarot spread. And I'm even going to do a channeled card pull for our community which I'm super excited about. I've pulled the cards, but I haven't read them. And so I'm really excited to share them with you. Throughout the episode, I'll answer some frequently asked questions and just try to be that go-to resource for you through this episode. If you've ever been curious about cards, or you've ever wanted to get into them, you don't know what tarot is, or if you've been using them for a long time, I still hope to be able to share some insight and inspiration throughout this episode. All right, let's dive into it. So connecting to your inner wisdom, in February on an episode of my other podcast, That's Pretty Woo, my co-host Jordan and I were talking about God and inner voice and spirit guides. And that conversation really drew out of me this understanding that pulling tarot cards or mantra cards or affirmation cards, whatever you want to call them, oracle deck it's a way to connect to your intuition and inner voice so before that conversation i had always thought of these cards as sort of separate from me something that i interacted with and that the wisdom lived in the universe or lived in the cards themselves and i didn't really see the connection and mirroring from my intuition and my inner voice and my wisdom and my guides that there that those bits of inspiration and wisdom are tied into the cards and that through seeing the cards I can reflect on my life and meditate on that and have some insights that are true and unique to myself so i hope that you can kind of see that either way is totally fine and good like you can look at a card and you can see the the message on the card and just take that as wisdom or and you can pull cards and then use them as places to meditate on and journal prompts and reflection spots and use those cards as a, as a holding place and a guiding place for you to reflect within. So since I discovered card decks, which was quite a while ago, many, many years ago, I've loved them. I think they're a really tangible and fun way to center yourself, to reflect and to meditate on new ideas. And whenever I'm pulling cards, I really like, to begin from a centered place. I like to take a few deep breaths and invite wisdom to come through. So almost like opening that portal of communication within and just kind of let my body and my brain know that they can let go a little bit and now it's time for wisdom to come through. I also really like to have open expectations and a bit of curiosity, even like a little bit of levity. Like I don't wanna take my cards too seriously. Um, I think that I mostly want it to feel fun. And sometimes I even like really revel in when it feels funny. Like sometimes the cards are funny. They're so on point, they're so like ridiculously true that I pull them and it makes me laugh. And I think that that's a really fun thing. Sometimes when you're pulling cards, you might feel a sense of like dread or fear of what if I get a bad card? Or what if I you know get one that doesn't feel right? And I'll talk a little bit more about that. But generally speaking, I try to separate myself from that fear, they are just pieces of paper. They're just cards. There's nothing to be afraid of. They're not going to bite you. And you have power over these cards, right? And so um, if you are feeling that sense of fear or dread, I would welcome you to like feel into that fear, let yourself feel it and do what you can to breathe through that fear and release it. Like send it to some sunshine and light because Um, If you're drawn to these cards and you want to play with them, then you should, should, should totally play with them and let go of any fear from them because it's really fun. And I think that that's what life is all about. Okay, I want to talk through my decks and how I've picked them and what they mean to me. Um, Obviously, I don't have every deck I've ever had in my life here, but I have quite a few, and I'm just going to kind of talk you through them. And before I go into that, I just want to say, if you follow Illuminate Your Vibe, she is a crystal shop on Instagram and she has a website, illuminateyourvibe.com. And she has this tagline for crystals that's no rules, just crystals. And she's very funny about how she doesn't, always like to focus on like the meaning of the crystal and like this, the supernatural powers. Like She really believes in that the reason why you would be drawn to a crystal is because you need it and you're aligned to it. Like There's no real rules to it. You can just let crystals be beautiful and fun and aligning and uplifting. Um, you don't have to look so deep into it if you don't want to. And I think the same thing is true with cards. No rules, just cards. This is is a practice in connection. You can use it as a guided meditation. You can use it as a way to connect and share with others. And you can also just have fun with it. So I think first what I'll do is talk about some of the decks that I have that are not tarot. And then um, once I get through all of those, then we'll talk about my tarot cards. So the first deck I want to share with you is one of my favorites. It's from Worthwhile Paper. And if you hear some like, rustling and shifting in the background, that's because I'm actually like playing with my cards right now. So, um, worthwhile paper is a paper goods company. They have beautiful cards and prints and, um, the founder of worthwhile paper, Kristen has a beautiful monthly newsletter. I think it's really great. So you should subscribe if you're interested. Um, but the inquire within deck is 53 hand illustrated cards to inspire inner wisdom growth, and connectedness. And I really like the simplicity of her cards. They're white cards with black um, ink illustrations. And the messages are really uplifting and inspiring. They're very much my vibe. And the outside of the cards um, is like a gold gilded edge. So they're really, really pretty cards. Um, And I'll pull one for us right now, just from the deck that's in front of me. And it says, when you least expect, and it's got a little four-leaf clover on it, which is really cool. I've actually been looking for a four-leaf clover <laughs> and can't find them outside. So that's really fun and funny that I just picked that. Um, I'm actually working through my second deck from the Inquire Within because, um, as I'll mention in a little bit, one of my favorite things to do is to send cards to people in notes and gifts and things and so I started distributing my inquire within deck a while ago and um, I then realized I really wanted to keep one of her decks completely full for myself so I bought myself a second deck. Alright, on to the next one. This is the Universe Has Your Back deck from Gabby Bernstein. It is an incomplete deck because it's one of the ones that I am redistributing. Gabby Bernstein's decks are really colorful, beautiful illustrations. Um, They're very much in the Gabby Bernstein vibe. If you know of her or follow her, she's really about manifesting and alignment and she's got a pretty girly vibe. But these are fun beginner decks. They're definitely in In the mantra deck category, I would say, Um, I just pulled one for us that says, instead of praying for an outcome, I pray for the highest good for all. So that's a nice thing to think about. I really like pulling from Gabby's decks um, in the mornings as a place to anchor and to reflect on like an energy that I might want to invite for the day or just something to think about. Some of her cards are really good for journal entries or just like connecting to your inner inner wisdom. So highly recommend her decks if you want to check those out. The next one that I'm going to share is from Musings from the Moon. And again, these are a pretty simple look to them. The cards are white on one side, black on the other. There's white illustrations on the black side. And then on the side that has the message, it's a white card with black illustrations. They're really cute um, moon and celestial inspired theme and I really like her messages she's a very fun person to follow on Instagram as well I'll go ahead and pull a card for us from here she says who's she the card <laughs> is a, there is a woman on the card she says my body guides me to make healthy choices Ooh, I love that you guys this is like so aligned and you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pull all of the ones that I'm pulling out and I will post a picture on Instagram that'll be really fun with all of these cards that we're pulling together the next one I'm going to go through is another Gabby Bernstein deck and it's a 52 card deck it's her most recent one from this it aligns with her super attractor book and I actually got to meet Gabby and hear her speak last year at the Attune conference uh, that my friend Christy And I went to and we went to Gabby Bernstein's book signing and I didn't have a copy of her book with me so I actually brought my card deck and had her sign the inside of my deck which is pretty cute and fun like it was nice to do and between the universe has your back deck and the super attractor deck i definitely prefer the super attractor which is one of the reasons why i'm gifting out the universe has your back deck but I think the messaging kind of aligns more with me, and the Super Attractor deck is a bit more pink and bright in the imagery. These are really, really fun, pretty cards. And earlier this year, I went through the whole deck every single morning. I just pulled one card from the deck, and I loved doing that. It's really fun for Mantra decks and Oracle decks to do that practice of pulling one card from the same deck every single day or every single week and just whittle through the deck. It's a nice way to get to know the cards. It's a fun way to reflect. So that's something to try if you haven't done that yet. From this deck I pulled, I accept that good things come easily. I am a super attractor. So you can definitely see how, especially the two Gabby cards and also the musings from the moon those are really clearly mantras the worthwhile papers inquire within deck is more like a prompt the when you least expect so each deck has a different style and you can kind of as you're going through and picking decks and buying decks you can see like what is your style and what really resonates with what you're craving at that time The next two decks that I'm going to talk about are Oracle decks, and these are a bit different. Um, The first one I'm going to talk about is one that I was sort of obsessed with for a little while. (laughs) It's called the Prism Oracle, and it is one that I came across, funny enough, last episode I mentioned Viva Day Spa, just kind of like in passing. I haven't been there in forever, obviously, because of COVID, Um, but... I was at Viva a while ago, and they had one of these decks on display. And so they you could just like shuffle it and pick a card. The Prism Oracle is really vibrant, lots of color, and the cards themselves are super simple on the backside. So it is like just a fun, I was very attracted to it, and I drew a card and it really resonated, and then I just like put it back and walked away. And then it was like months later and I was at another one of my favorite places in Austin, Slow North, which is a gift shop here. And they had it on display as well. And so I pulled another card, really, really liked it, but I just like kind of let it go. And then finally, I was in the mood for a new deck and I decided to go for it and found the Prism Oracle um, website and bought myself a deck and here we are. So I really love it. It's a very minimal deck but it comes with a guidebook and I think I'm not sure if it's like a rule (laughs) that all oracle decks come with guidebooks but I think that there is a bit more interpretation with them versus like a mantra deck that's just like straight up you know you take the card you can read it you get the message Um, but here I'll kind of give you an example so we'll draw a card from the prism oracle deck for ourselves for this community see what it says Ooh, it's a yellow card with an illustration. It's not even an illustration. It's like graphic design. Um, and it's of a, a mountain pointing up to a sun and it says determination. So then in the guidebook, you go to the yellow section. And first off, there's a description for each color. And it says yellow is associated with sunshine and warmth. It also correlates with the stomach as it is tied to hunger and food. How interesting that we have had a few things related to food and like I just mentioned that with you guys here's what the determination card says when you are determined it can feel like you can overcome anything that you can make it to the top of the mountain take a hold of this feeling and do not be afraid to ask others for help in achieving your goals I love that that's so good Oh, you guys, I'm so excited about the cards we're pulling. See, there's nothing to be afraid of when it comes to cards, (laughs) especially if you pick decks that align with you, because then you're like pretty certain that you're gonna get, you know, if you love the deck, you're gonna get cards that you love. That's just how it works. All right, the next deck, if you follow me on Instagram for any length of time, Earlier this year, I was working my way through this deck. It is a yogic path and it's from Sahara Rose. It is a stunning deck and it comes in this beautiful packaging. The guidebook itself is a work of art. Um, If you look it up on my website, when you come to look at the show notes, I'm going to include links to all of these decks so you can kind of shop and take a look. But this one is just, it's so inspiring and it's so exciting to look through. There's a wealth of information. What Sahara Rose has done is taken different elements of the spiritual path and combined them into a deck. So in the table of contents there's spirituality, ayurveda, chakra, yoga, deities, and each of those there's many many cards that align to each of those sections and then all of the cards have explanations and one of the things that we haven't touched on yet when you're pulling cards is Sometimes you'll pull a card and it'll be upside down. That's called pulling in reverse. When you're reading a tarot card, some people say if you pull in reverse, there's an opposite meaning. Other people say you can just pull a tarot and turn it right side up if you prefer to read in the upright. That's sort of my take on tarot is to always read in the upright because... That's just my preference. Like I would naturally just turn a card upright and, um, you know, maybe I'll take into account what the reverse meaning is just if it, to see if it resonates, but nine times out of 10, I'm going to read an upright, but on the yogic path, Sahara Rose has an explanation for the meaning of the reverse card. So if you pull it upside down, she also has a explanation for that, which is kind of like an interesting take. It's, um, I've really liked it. So I'm gonna go ahead and pull a card from this deck. I will say the cards themselves are super like ornate in their illustration style, and there's almost a collage or yeah, a collage feel to them. And there's some gilded gold on the back sides. And then on the front, it has the collage style illustrations with just the one word underneath. And then what you do is you look it up in the guidebook. So I just pulled one for us and it says Santosha, which is in the yoga section so I'm just going to look in the guidebook and go to the page. And at first, this is one that I worked all the way through um, the deck, which was really good to like get to know the deck. And at first I didn't know if something was like a yoga or a, or a Veda, but she also has an alphabetical table of contents. So you can always look it up alphabetically as well. I pulled it in upright. So I'll read that. and. Santosha is a Niyama in yoga, in the eight limbs of yoga. There's the Yamas and the Niyamas, and Santosha is contentment. So this is what it says. You are at a place where you can relax, unwind, and be content with where you are. You have done tremendous work to be at this place. Now is the time to let it sink in and enjoy the fruits of your labor. We often spend our whole lives striving towards the next goal and skipping over accomplishments. We never allow ourselves to experience true santosha, contentment, for where we are at this present moment. Take a few moments to close your eyes, place your hands over your heart, and breathe. Take in all that is around you, what you've co-created, how far you've come, how blessed you are, the people who love you, that you are safe, loved, and supported by the universe. You will not fall behind by taking a pause and being content with all that you have. In fact, this kapha earthy energy will nourish you throughout all your future endeavors. That is such a beautiful message. I really love this deck. It is... It was such a pleasure to work through it for a few weeks, you know, when I was pulling every single day. And I was sharing on Instagram. I think that it's fun to do that from time to time, but also it was really fun to write in my journal and reflect and even gather ideas and inspiration from that deck. Um, So I highly recommend that one. It is, it's beautiful. The messages are all very empowering and uplifting. Sahara Rose just kind of has that vibe. If you've ever followed her or connected with her in any way. Um, so, yeah, I really, I really like that message that I got to read with you. Okay, let's move on. So, I have two tarot decks. And before I tell you all about them, I want to answer one question that definitely comes up. And it was one that I thought for the longest time, which is Are tarot cards supposed to be a gift? At some point, somewhere, Someone had told me, or I had heard something that I, you know, in order to have tarot cards. You had to be gifted them. And um, Jordan, my co-host from That's Pretty Woo, and I were in a shop in Austin called Ritual Austin, and we were looking through the crystals and the teas and talking to the owner and just having a lovely morning. It was before we had even really, I think it was before we had even come up with the idea for That's Pretty Woo. Maybe we had texted about it a little bit, and she was into tarot. And I had never, I had heard of it. I was sort of intrigued. Maybe that's how you feel about tarot too. Like you're into it and curious, but you don't really know where to begin. That's how I felt. I was like super intrigued, but it felt out of reach for some reason. I thought, like, no one is ever going to gift me a tarot deck. They're kind of expensive, you know, and I don't even know if I'd want to, like, what do those cards even mean? (laughs) So they don't have to be a gift. You can buy them for yourselves. Like, let that rule go away. No rules, just cards, right? They are a bit of an investment. A deck is not like a super cheap thing. Um, And they do make great gifts after like preparing for this episode and thinking about it. Honestly, I think for the holiday season this year, I might be giving decks to everybody because they are so fun. I'm really into them. And um, like deck and a crystal would make the most amazing gift. So watch out, friends. I I think that's what you're getting for Christmas this year, but... Just to give you a little bit of an introduction to tarot, um, I went to BiddyTarot.com, which is probably my go-to resource. that I was first getting into tarot, I followed Biddy Tarot on Instagram and I followed her website, and that was she has a great YouTube channel. That was really uh, my go-to resource. I don't think that you necessarily need to spend like hours and hours studying up on tarot before you start pulling. Your own cards, but Biddy Tarot is a great go to spot. And she says the tarot is a deck of 78 cards, each with its own imagery, symbolism, and story. The 22 major arcana cards represent life's karmic and spiritual lessons, and the 56 minor arcana cards reflect the trials and tribulations that we experience on a daily basis. So there's the 22 major, the 56 minor, and together that makes the 78 cards. All decks have the same cards, the same themes, but all decks offer different illustrations and interpretations in the guidebooks that come with them. So when Jordan and I were at that shop kind of browsing, we went over to the tarot card section. And one of the things that I really liked about this shop in particular is there weren't too many decks out. And so it wasn't super overwhelming, but they did have like a sample deck that you could kind of shuffle through and look at. And the one that Jordan said she always, thought of me when she would look at it is the fountain tarot and they are it's definitely like I have such a soft spot and a happy place in these tarot cards they're really kind of minimal in terms of their look the colors are beautiful the edges are silver gilded again just like the worthwhile papers inquire within deck um, has that gilded gold edge this one has silver and the illustrations are kind of a mix of like an illustration graphic design look Um, the font is in like a simple gray writing like it's just totally my style I really love this deck so I spent a good year working with the fountain tarot and then um, just randomly I think Through Ritual Austin's Instagram feed, I came across another deck called The Vendor Deck. And the artist that created this deck was doing a Kickstarter campaign, I think, and I invested in it and she sent the decks, like she made, like went way over her goal and sent the decks out at the end of last year. And so The Vendor Deck is kind of my 2020 tarot deck, and I haven't worked with it as much. I haven't pulled as many cards, but it's the deck that I pulled from for today. So I will share that spread with you in a little bit. But I wanted to go through my seven favorite rituals and practices for working with decks. One of my favorites to begin with is just doing a morning pull from a whole deck. So starting at the beginning of the day, every day, working through that same deck day by day, getting to know it, seeing what wisdom and reflection is in there. Another ritual to try is an anytime pull to just change up energy. So if it's like in between your lunch break or you're having a rough afternoon, pulling a card, like shuffling the deck, taking a few deep breaths, getting centered and pulling a card, whether it's an oracle, mantra, affirmation, tarot, doesn't matter, but pulling it and reflecting on it can be a really nice way to shift energy. And sometimes before I do an anytime pull, I will, like, think about the question that I have and look to the card for guidance on an answer, which is really looking to myself, right, connecting to that inner wisdom, and I'll also sometimes just say, like, what energy do I need? Or what, if I'm going into a meeting, what energy does my client need to kind of help me, like, get some outside perspective from myself? (laughs) Another practice that you can play around with is holding onto a card for a week. So from time to time, I will find when I'm pulling a card, maybe it's a daily pull, but I'll really like it, I'll really resonate with it, and I will put that up up in my little altar space or up in my bathroom or at my desk and kind of hold that card for a while. Usually it works out to be a week just to kind of use it as a stronger anchor, um, which is a really nice nourishing practice. Another thing you can do as you get into tarot is do a three card spread for a week or for a month. There's a lot of different three card spreads that you can do, but basically you would you shuffle the deck and you pull three cards. I'm going to share my three card spread that I'm loving that I created, but a lot of times you can do like mind, body and spirit or past, present and future. So there's and a lot of decks have example spreads that you can pull and the guidebooks at the very beginning. So the guidebooks kind of tell you how to, a few ideas for how to interact with tarot. Another thing that I have loved doing this year, I did a year ahead spread for my tarot. So I sat down with my deck. I like really created a vibe and I pulled a card, an overarching card for the full year. And then I pulled a card for every single month. And then I went and looked at my crystal collection and pulled a crystal to go along with every single month's card. And then I went to the guidebook and looked at like what month card, what the guidebook said, like what that tarot card means. And then I looked up what the crystals meant and kind of just reflected and connected all those different pieces. And I shot fun little photos of the cards and the crystals and made a calendar for the year with Artifact Uprising's um, calendar feature that you can like use your own photos. And I did a full blog post on this. I'll, I'll include that in the show notes, but it was a really, really aligning and fun activity. And it's been really just amazing to, as the months unfold, look at how those cards I pull line up with the energy of each month. It's just been, it's fun to play with this stuff. It's fun to play with the energy. It's fun to reflect and, you know, expand into some of these ideas. Okay. Two of the other things that I love to do, and this has to do with parting with cards that do not resonate I will recycle, like literally take a card and put it in the recycling bin if it doesn't resonate, and I know it will never resonate. So I don't think I've really disbanded too many of these decks, but you know, from time to time you'll get a card, not with tarot. I don't take my, I feel like a tarot deck is definitely a complete deck, so I don't separate those. But the mantra, the oracle, the affirmation cards, like I feel like if one doesn't resonate with me and I really don't think it ever will, I think it's fine to recycle it. It's like totally okay to get rid of it. And then if I have a deck that I'm sort of done with and I think can move on to better home, then that's when I will include cards in presents. I'll use them as bookmarks. And now um, as part of my newsletter, lately I have been including a section in the newsletter that if you respond to four questions then and include your mailing address, then I will intuitively select a card for you and mail it to you. And that's been a really uh, amazing way to connect with you, my community, but also it's been a really nice way to help these cards find new homes. One of the things that definitely comes up as you start to get into pulling cards, especially tarot, but really any of them, is what happens when a card doesn't make any sense. Like you might pull a card and feel like it's totally out of left field, it doesn't align, it doesn't apply, and what does that mean? You can pull a clarification card. So if you get one and you're like, eh, I don't really know why I got that card. Instead of like throwing it away, which I just said I do sometimes, um, you can also pull another card that provides some context and clarification. And specifically with tarot, that really helps allow some freedom and flexibility and release some fear as you're learning how to pull tarot that you can always ask for clarification. And it's a really good analogy for life that no matter what you encounter, no matter what happens, you can always get more clarity and more information. And oftentimes that will help you release fear and help you move forward with whatever it is that you're doing. Another thing that sometimes happens when you're pulling cards is that a card as you're shuffling or as you're sorting or whatever, a card will just jump out at you. And I think that you can interpret that in any way that you want. But for me personally, if a card jumps out at me, I like to investigate. I like to get further into it. I like to see, like, why did you come to me? And oftentimes, there is a reason, there is a meaning, there is a message in a card that jumps out at you. So that's a fun little thing to watch out for. Obviously, you can't control when a card jumps out at you, but if it happens. Hold it with curiosity, see what the message is, see what kind of wisdom bubbles up from you in regards to that card. It can be a really fun thing to do. Now I wanna share the tarot spread for connecting to your inner voice. This is a three card spread for connecting to your inner wisdom. So you can follow these steps and listen to your intuition along the way. You are more than welcome to adjust and change as you feel called, but this is a process that I created that I really enjoy and I think you might find it aligning as well. First, just get centered with your eyes closed and take a few deep breaths to connect with the quiet well of wisdom within you. If it feels aligning, you can do one of those line activations that I mentioned sometimes from Ashley Wood. I'll include a link in the show notes for a little example, but that has been a very short centering practice that feels super good to me. And then Select your deck of choice. So if you have all these decks like I do, or if you just have one, it doesn't matter. Pick the deck that feels best for you. I like to pull this three card spread for tarot, but you can do it with any deck that you want. Shuffle your deck and gently invite guidance and wisdom to you. Fan out the cards on the floor or surface in front of you in like a semicircle and close your eyes and allow yourself to be guided to selecting three cards. The first card represents the wisdom from your mind. So as you're like running your hands over the card, I like to just think, this is the wisdom from my mind. And I let my fingers be gently magnetically pulled to the card. I don't think about it. I just let my body, my finger find the right card. The next card is one for wisdom from your inner voice. Same process, let your hand kind of gently go across the cards and let it be magnetically pulled to the wisdom from your inner voice. And finally, the third card is the wisdom from your spirit guides or from the universe or from God, whatever that third element of your spiritual life is, you can use that third card for. Then you can flip the cards over one by one and reflect on how each card applies to you and your life. So I went ahead and did this spread. Like I said, I pulled our cards and I'm excited to read them to you. Just like before, I haven't read these in advance, so we'll see how it goes. The first card is the Wisdom from the Mind and I pulled the Star. The Star is a union, you and the universe. After the tower painfully extricated the poisons from the Fool's life, they find themselves on the other side, feeling exhausted, yet unexpectedly light. Under the glow of an eight-pointed star, the fool wades into a clear pool. As they shuffle deeper, they feel the boundaries of their mind and body blurring into the waters. The pool is the universal unconscious, and it is here that the fool experiences the memories of their ancestors and the ripples of thoughts pulsing all over the world. In the vast context of the universal memory, the fool recollects their boundaries back to themselves." This is me. This is who I am. In contrast to the world, you have been through so much. And finally, you are rewarded with the nourishing confirmation of true liberation and freedom. You have nothing left to hide and you have the experience under your belt to confidently claim your identity, tried and true. Now is a time to freely share your wisdom with others and become a source of inspiration and guiding light. Your experiences are a gift to those who follow behind you. So that's our wisdom from the mind. Next, the wisdom from your inner voice. I pulled judgment. So we've gotten two from the major arcana so far. And you'll see I'm flipping through to get to the judgment card in the guidebook, but this is from the vendor deck. And so the creator of this deck really tells a story of all the characters in the tarot and really helps you kind of get an understanding of how these cards interact with each other, how they interact with the universe and the elements, and then there's that reflection point of how it relates to you in the second part of the description. So this card is Judgment, Sweet Relief. The path hasn't been easy. No one knows it better than the fool. From day one, they were inspired with a raw desire to understand life and the elemental influences. And they confronted challenges, fear, the unknown, their overwhelming ego, and the desire to protect themselves. The time has come for the fool to take a humble and honest assessment of their lives. Are they avoiding reckoning with the choices they made that may have hurt themselves or others? Are they punishing themselves unnecessarily? Take some time to hold up a mirror to your life and be honest with yourself about what you see. We are being called to take inventory of our actions, the consequences of those actions, and then release that weight to allow room for rebirth. We can't hold on to our baggage forever. It is time to claim ownership for and forgive ourselves for our past mistakes. This is our opportunity to make things right that need correcting and to radically release ourselves from self-inflicted judgment. Whew. That, like, really, to me, brings up a lot of just the feelings that so many have felt this year in relation to Black Lives Matter and to COVID and to the political landscape, to the economy. Like there is just a lot of reflection and wanting to right wrongs and to move forward into this new year that is approaching. Like 2021 will be here. So I'm not sure if that resonates with you. You, but I really feel connected to that message. The next card is going to be the guidance and wisdom from our spirit guide. So let's see what that says. This is the Three of Cups celebration. The good times just keep flowing. There is enough joy and goodwill to flow through all of water's friendships, and they just can't help celebrating each other's successes while enjoying each other's company. Round up all your people and celebrate in the way you know best. Allow yourself to get wrapped up in the joy of others and how wonderful it feels to be surrounded by people who truly know you. Wow. Well, (laughs) that sort of feels like how this podcast is for me in terms of celebrating the good in our lives, cultivating more of what we want. No, we cannot gather literally in our everyday lives right now, but there is so much to celebrate. And I feel like there's been so much turmoil and challenge this year, but it's also brought a lot of sunshine and light out. And so there is, there's wisdom in these cards. And this deck is a little unique like I said it has that story part first that I hope makes sense as I was sharing it with you but either way um, I've really enjoyed pulling these cards and I would love to know if you are new to working with card decks if you have never done tarot or if you've been pulling tarot cards forever it would be really amazing to connect with you and hear a little bit about your practice and if you have any questions at all I would love to be a resource. So feel free to send me an email or DM me on Instagram. I'm at Kayleen Elise. And as we wrap up for today's episode, I want to let you know that I have two spots available for continued connection, which is that series of four coaching calls between now and December. So if you've been wanting to schedule a coaching session with me, check in with your intuition, see if that is really aligned to you in your path, and then visit celebrate. Cultivate.com to learn more. There's another amazing newsletter coming out on Saturday, so sign up at celebratecultivate.com if you're not already subscribed or send me a DM and I will totally add you to the list. Um, As you've heard time and time again, I love putting these newsletters together for you and make sure if you are receiving the newsletter that you respond with your four reflections and your mailing address so I can send you a, a card in the mail with an intuitive poll for you. I would love to do that. I'm sending you so, so much love. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.